podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. It's got to 2-2 two, two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Welcome to another Touchy Gooders podcast. Uh, my name's Lewis and I'm joined by Sean and Leroy. How you doing, lads? Hey, what's going on, man? All good. All good. All good, man. All good. You guys are uh, feeling, uh, you know, energised by that by that Carabao hey. Cup game. Bruv, okay, I know we lost, yeah, but that game was Important fucking caveat. sick. That game was sick. I, I missed it. I missed it. So I was trying to catch the game on, on the tube, right? Like, well, not on the tube, on the train, sorry. And every time I tuned in on Sky Go, Liverpool scored. I I, I felt like I was a jinx because I, I tuned in at 4-2 <laughs> and it went 4-4. I think I tuned in at 3-1 and it went to 3-2. I was like, I'm just going to stop. Um, I'm going to stop watching. And then I think we scored the fifth, which I missed. I haven't seen any of the goals except for Maitland-Niles' one. Um, but yeah, apparently the goals were really good and uh, and a few, play- a, p- a few players really showed out tonight. 
Um, yeah, no, there, uh, there was a lot of bangers in the game uh, as a whole. There's a lot of bangers in the game, a lot of very good goals, most of them Liverpool's to be fair. But yeah, um, I think the structure now at Arsenal is so bad, and we all know it is. The Carabao Cup and the Europa League games are times where our players who don't really play very much who are hungry, the young players, get a chance to show their stuff. And um, obviously, Martinelli, my shooter, my driller. Seven and seven? That is ting. Well, I think, what, highest scoring teenager in top five leagues, yeah? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I've, Certain like, teenagers were going for like 110 million and that and... Yeah. Wow, okay. So yeah, but no, he he, he looked sharp as well. He looked, he looked good up top. Um, faded off a bit to this towards the second half. Um, Özil ran the show. Best yeah. player on the pitch by far. Um, so, so, let's, Torreira, so let's talk about that. Oh, go on, go on, carry on, carry on, and we'll talk about. No, I'm saying Torreira, Torreira, like I I love Torreira. Um, I feel like he's such a good player. I feel he's so underrated. Oh, shut up, man! What's my watch chatting shit for? Sorry, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, Torreira, Torreira, I really, really like. Um, I feel like he needs to be a bit braver in possession, um, and he does show that when he actually has to, when he's forced to, he does actually have the technique the and the range. He's got yeah. the ability. I just think he needs to be a bit braver. But yeah, man. So I feel like he just puts the players on the pitch and they all do their thing individually. But overall, we're still a calamity um, as a as a unit. Yeah. Sean, anyone stand out for you tonight? Uh, yeah, man. Just the same as Leroy, Leroy mentioned. So, yeah, Martinelli, Shooter, um, Ozil, amazing. Um, what was it? Uh, yeah, I guess th- th- those were the main two. Um, a-, a couple of the others had a couple decent flashpoints. But, yeah, n- none of them stood out like like those two. Those, but Mezu was, yeah, by, by far the best player. Um, I don't understand what the purpose of taking him off the pitch was. But, mm. you know. What was the score know, when he came off? 4-2. Four, four, was four, it? it was 4-2. When he came off? No, sorry, sorry, no, it was four four. Beg your pardon. Yeah, mm. it was four four when he came off. But yeah, so that doesn't make any sense in itself. Why we we need goals, and he was one who who would come who would come off. But yeah, and I think I, saw, I just saw a stat that we only had I two just... shots um, after Ozil came off the pitch. By the way, and how many did he have in the game? Over well before he got uh, subs, we had like eleven shots right. before he did subs. Mm. But I just see the comment from Emery about Ozil. Did you not just see that just come up? He said. Oh, we're playing Saturday in my mind or something like that. Right, okay. And, that, and it was pre-planned that he was going to take him off before uh, at the 65th minute. So, so he plans to use Ozil again? Yeah, now, he yeah? said it is Cowards. in my mind to use him. I'll just see the quotes now, yeah. Well, hang on. So, so, so what happened to... Oh, I've agreed with the senior management. We're not going to play. strategy. Yeah, what, what happened to the strategy? He's yeah, a stra- bitch, the... boy, blood. That's what <laughs> happened. He's a bitch and he can't handle it. He's under pressure and he folded, bruv. Tell between his legs, it's really interesting with this Urzel thing because it's like there's so many ways you can look at it. You know, like uh, t- today, you know, he's put Urzel in as maybe a. Do, do you think it was more of a uh, a thing of like, all right, I'm going to put him in just to appease you guys, and when it flops, I'm going to say I horse. told you so, or like has it now backfired on him, and it's you know, is he is he going to be like? Oh, you know, uh, he's adapted to my style of play kind of thing. How do you guys nah. see this playing out? It was Liverpool away and he thought he was going to pull a fast one. And he thought, right, if we're going to get flogged, this is the type of game we're going to get flogged. Ozil doesn't play well away. We'll play him and then like, we'll PG fans will say, see, I was right. But Ozil's not stupid. He actually went to show out. He was mm. showing off all game. He, he ran the game. So, yeah, it's backfired on him now. And now everyone's like, oh, shit. You yeah. have to play him. 
we have to play him. And mm. we need that creativity. I, I, I just don't understand how you don't have Ozil in this team. Like, obviously, everyone has like their doubts about him and stuff. But literally, especially if you're playing such a rigid system with no movement, you need players yeah. with creativity top end. Ceballos is not that guy. Mm-hmm. Pepe, to an extent, does provide that. So we need both Pepe and Ozil in that team. Yeah. Period. I'm just I'm just looking at some of the stats now. It says we it says we created six big chances. I mean, when was the last time you saw a game where we created six big chances? When like, Wenger we was in six charge. Six big chances this season. I don't. I don't when, think so. when Wenger was in charge. We... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was it's, a bit of a shocking it's, stat. It's 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 really spineless because if you think back to last season and we did the same thing. Do you remember when we lost three one away to Bate Borisov in the Europa League mm-hmm. and Özil had been out of the team for time? What happens? He calls him back for the like return leg. And then we win, and like that's when him and the Ramsey are in the team, like for the rest of the season, basically. Mm. But he's he's a coward, man. He, he he literally is a coward. It's only now because his his job's on the line again. Now he's like, do you know what? He's clutching at straws now because he knows like Erzul and Torreira. Those are two of the of, those are two of what should be Arsenal's three three midfielders. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so hopefully, yeah. And and he knows Wolves is a is a must win game on Saturday for him because also. Um, we got pammed at home by Wolves last season. We drew 1-1, but that game really they wasn't a reflection. Like Leno mm. kept us in that game massively. So he knows it's going to be a tough game. Wolves already won away to City this season. You know, they're the type that in, in, in big games, especially it, it massively suits the way they like to set up. So, um, and they just lost tonight as well. So I'm guessing they'll be trying to bounce back at the weekend, didn't it? So yeah, so um, it will be interesting to see what lineup Henry goes with. But yeah, he's a... Uh, yeah, no, no, I was just going to say, just touching on the lineup, I think I think the lineup against Wolves is going to be close to our, our strongest team. I really think he, he will put the best players on the pitch. I, 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 he has to. He's going to. He, his, his job is on the line. I think he just has to. Torreira has to play because Jack is obviously not going to play. I, I, I don't see who else is he's, he's going to play in that position. You know, he's already spoke about Ozil. Ozil's going to have to play. Um, I would imagine Ceballos drops out and Tierney back in, obviously. Maybe maybe the only player that won't play is Bellerin. Uh, but I, I would imagine pretty much, um, other than Bellerin, it would be our strongest team on paper that would play good. Oi. On, on that note, Bellerin's strongest team, that you, is Finito. He is toast. He, we need a new right-back. Well, because boy, that, I don't want to have to brag, is, but I've been talking about new right-backs nah, 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 nah. now, mate. Physically, he's done out here. He's mm. done at this level, man. I, like you that can see it, Bruv, You know what I'm saying? Like he's got Bambi legs now. Nah, nah, I'm not feeling shaking. It. Lost. Shaking after 50 minutes. He's got no explosiveness whatsoever. Mm. So I, we definitely need to be looking at a new right back. So I mean, Bellerin's very big concern of mine. Just looking at him on the way back. Yeah. How was um? How was Saka tonight? Mediocre. Mm. Show yeah, that short boy. He, he... Asaka, that's not my boy. You know my boy. That's not my boy. I'm oh, oh sorry, fucking... Ainsley's your boy. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah. No, no, no. Shell not that light skin man with high tops, bro. He, he likes Nelson and that. No, no, yeah, no. yeah. No, no, no. The, the two, you know, the two youngest I rep. Those, those are Nelson and, and Emil, bro. Those are my people. Oh, what, Pete, both, Pete Colorist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know where Emil was. Pete Colorist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why Emil wasn't even in the squad, bro. But yeah. um yeah, th- those two, bro. Oh, he didn't um, travel, no? No, nah, Emma wasn't in the squad at all. And he wasn't injured, so I don't really know. Unless he just left it, he just chose to leave him out in it. Yeah, but, sure. um, but yeah, what? What's that? Yeah. Uh, carry on. Oh. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no. Um, 
Yeah, I'd, yeah, Saka, I didn't think was he was just there in it. Um, personally, not not the biggest fan of him. But yeah, I mean, he's still young, so so we'll see in it. So, um, I heard uh, Martinez had a bit of a shocker, uh, which is quite strange considering I think uh, was it the previous round he had like a really good game. Um, maybe it wasn't the previous round. I'm pretty sure I've seen Martinez this season, and I complimented on how well he played and how solid he looked um Leroy I think me and you had a, a few discussions about this off the pod and uh, mm. according to sofa score he's got a 4.7 rating bruv he was doing his best peak flappy unscrew impression right, okay. he was a fucking nightmare bruv mm. um it was a uh, Rigi's first goal I thought weak hand he's got yeah, to get yeah, that I away I saw that one yeah um uh he, he uh Big, big at fault for Origi's second goal as well. And he mm. just looked shaky, man. His, his shot stopping didn't look great. Um, he didn't do bad in terms of um, his coming to collect and commanding, from my from my knowledge. But just shot stopping poor, man. Should have done better on a lot of their chances and a lot of their goals. I mean, mm. Ox is one you can forgive him for because yeah. that was an absolute bang-up. But yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he just sort of, I don't know, crumbled under the lights. Just a bad game. Who knows? We have to give him a bit more time and see how he does in the next few games. Well, I don't think he'll get any more games, will he? Oh, um, he plays Europa, Europa League, doesn't he? Yeah, Europa, he plays Europa yeah. League. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, it I mean, must have been some of the Europa League games then that I, I saw that he was pretty, that he looked pretty good. But he's been solid up until today. Yeah. He's been, as a number two, he's been pretty solid. So I, I don't know what went on today because it was a big drop off from what we've seen from him in the season come so far. Bruv, yeah, you know, all them unemployed people shouting that you can yeah. get a bit worried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he got called up for like the Argentina squad or something. Is that true? Yeah, but who Argentina got? <laughs> Romero. <laughs> they ain't got no goalkeeper, bro. bro that, that's mad. Like that, they've called up our second choice. Like their their Slip- their goalkeepers are like second choice at United, second choice at Arsenal. Wow, slim pickings, man. Yeah, you know, it's mad. Top it's top mad. heavy team. Yeah, it's mad. Um, what about um Holden? Has he done anything to suggest that maybe he should be involved oh. over the weekend? Listen. You see Rob Holden, yeah, he was garbage. Oh, really? Garbage. This, you see Arsenal fans do this thing as well, yeah? And I t- I was be- I've been saying it for a while, bro. You know when players are injured, bro? People, all of a sudden in their mind, yeah, they become mm. like a world beater when, when, when they're injured, bro. He was atrocious. Rob Holden is a mid-level defender, bro. Like, he's, he's just average, bro. But you know, like, within this gap, because he, got, he had that serious injury in our 22-game unbeaten run, Last yeah. year, everyone had decided like, oh, Rob Holden was going to be like the mythical guy like, that's just going to come back and fix every problem. Like, mm-hmm. one, Rob Holden's not that. He's not. Got, remember, we said this before. He's not got a standout attribute. No. He's just competent in most Six areas. Out of which 10 is everywhere. Why, yeah, like pretty much. Like because he doesn't make major f ups like on a regular. People are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean he's good enough. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah and uh, I mean to, to be honest, none of the defenders were great this game. But yeah, he he particularly he, he's going to have to do a bit of work if he wants to wants to push back in because mm-hmm. he, was, he was very very average Fair yeah shaky like I echo the sentiments he was quite shaky so um, but we're giving him time and ACL was a very long injury to come back from um, physically he looks a bit nervous to me because it's ironic that um, yesterday I actually watched the, that Saliba compilation that was that was thinking about and because um, he's been apparently send, in send imperi- yeah I need to binge on yeah that. you need to binge on that now yeah. apparently he's been in imperious form this season and been involved in a good few shutouts mm-hmm. and it, him and Holden looked like chalk and cheese because 
uh, what I was watching from Saliba, he looks so smooth in his defensive actions. He's just mm. so assured and so physical because he's so confident in his physicality that he mm. just wins everything with ease. How do you think Holding that's going to translate to the Premier League, by the way? Um, to be honest, you know when I- I'm going to stick my neck out. You know when you can tell that a player's attribute is universal. Yeah, uh, you can just see that. I feel that physically, even in the Prem, he'll be absolutely fine. Lovely, and I, I and you can just see that his the, his problems come with the ball at his feet, his distribution, um, his ability under pressure. That's what I think is going to be tested, and that's right. what I think he, he needs work technically. But physically, he just looks like a Rolls Royce, like a proper Rolls Royce. Whereas today, holding. Physically, you can see he's kind of doubting himself, mm-hmm. uh, and he's a little bit short to things, and um, he's getting twisted up a little bit. Um, so yeah, body positioning is not great. Getting his feet, getting his feet in the wrong positioning. Um, so yeah, Holden's got work to Rian do. Brewster, yeah. All right, Rian Brewster is fucking dog shit. <laughs> Fuck me, I do not understand why that kid is hyped. He's mm. dead. Uh, he's. Uh, it's not a Liverpool pod, but yeah, dead, dead, dead food. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Copen Fracas will wear. I, don't, I mean, I don't listen to it, do you? I don't know if you guys. Listen <laughs> I don't listen to their mutes, man. No one listens to their mutes. What are they getting, like, yeah, 500 man. listeners a week? Trust me, bro. Man, Fuck man, it out, man. Fahi talk nonsense, bro, all the time. Bruv, bro, we're we're feeding that, their bro. families, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping them going. Just the, they're lucky to be on our feed, fam. <laughs> Fuck it out. <laughs> Um, I heard uh, Willock scored a, a well g- contender for goal of the game, but how was he's? Um, I was reading the group. I was catching up with you guys in the group chat. You guys seem to think he wasn't playing that well, despite despite the good goal. No, no, he he, he wasn't great, man. Um, and he, he's been he's been a bit off the last few games. Although um, I, I did put in the chat as well, like I just don't like the way he's being used. Like you, you know, obviously we've been seeing Torreira being used further forward, but at the same time, like in the last few games, like. To, uh, Willock's been used like as the deepest midfielder. I don't, I don't really understand. I don't really understand the purpose of it when you know like his one key attribute is 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 running with the ball, off the ball, through midfield, and uh, and and he showcased that with his goal, which was disgusting, by the way. Like you know, when someone catches something so sweet, bro, like it was just it, it literally just came out of nowhere, yeah. and it was one of those ones like because Erzwell gone off the pitch at the time. You're like, rah. What are we going to create from nowhere? He just picks up the ball like he's like thirty yards out, and he's, he's just lashed it. He's quite capable of something like that, though, isn't he? Yeah, it, he's he's got like I said, he's he's for me, he's got stuff. He's got some good attributes to work with. Um, he he Four needs goals to, yeah, yeah, and and like I said, stylistically, he he's the person who's most similar to Ramsey. Um, uh, but I think he's better technically, um, te- more well, more technically secure. But he, even though he's not really um an adventurous passer himself but he's definitely got attributes like he can accelerate with the ball over a, a, over a good distance so um yeah i would just like to see him use further forward but uh, but again like in my opinion he, he's he's another one who just suffers um through emery's just lack of well through the lack of structure we see in the team at the moment you know you know what uh, with willock yeah he's he's been struggling a little bit recently same with the under 21's performance was a bit poor a couple of his Arsenal performances are a bit poor, but um, in in similar way, Shane uh, said, I would I really want to see Willock get the right coach because I feel like he's at an age now where he's kind of really developed physically and he's got those really nice attributes. He could go one of two ways. He could actually kick on to be a very very good player if he gets the right coach and the right time and the right kind of guidance in his development, or he could be a very very mediocre player at the same time. Mm. So. Um, who we actually employ and how right, quickly let's we get, get Mourinho in for that then, eh? Oi, fuck <laughs> that, you bruv. Oi, 
Okay. Uh, all you, all you youths, yeah. Now this them. is out to everyone. Pay this them. is out to all of them. Dickhead. You, you want to bastardize Wenger's oh, legacy? Yeah. Oh, Everything that this club has been built on, just to slut for Mourinho. Yeah, Oi, yeah. Honestly, God will punish you. Yeah. Oh, God will punish all of you. Because God will punish all of you. You're bro. all opening your legs for Mourinho, bro. Honestly, you can tell I'm jobless, bro, because I spent half the day on Twitter arguing with people about Mourinho, bro. <laughs> about, about uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he's won this, he's won that, bro. I swear, you know, with Mourinho, yeah, when he's sacked, people seem to, people seem to, like, all of a sudden, he becomes world class again the moment he, he gets mm. sacked, like, with people not acknowledging why he was sacked in the first place. Do you know what I mean? It's because he's box office, man. It's because he's a fucking showman. I saw one of those Arsenal accounts tweet um, like a gra- like a graphic of basically his his amount of trophies that he's won club by club, and it, it goes in um, chronological order, right? And the league titles he's only won like two league titles in the last six or seven years or whatever it is. But he was the, the Arsenal account was using it to show that Mourinho, you know, he wins trophies, but inadvertently he showed that Mourinho hasn't won jack shit in the last seven years, and it's it's really epitomised that. His fall from grace as a top manager in in world football, and I just find it really confusing and really bizarre that you know Arsenal fans overall used to hate Mourinho, everything he stood for, hated it. But now I, I'm seeing polls all over the place where you know people actually want to see Mourinho employed. He's an expired bizarre. coach. He's an expired coach. Football's moved on. Like football has just moved on. Like ah, oh, these guys are just dumb, man. I don't understand why you'd ever want it. You know, like. You know, like that girl that was sexy when you were in high school, and now she's a bit dead. But like, you, f- you kind of wanted to beat back then, so yeah. you're thinking, uh, you're looking at her, and like, mm, yeah, 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 maybe, maybe I should go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. that's what that's what I feel like is going on, bruv. Like, they mm. need to allow it, man. They need to stop all this nonsense. Like, we need to get the right coach. The next, because we've messed up with Emery now. The next choice of manager it's, it's is so important. important. So important. And, 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 and for a lot of our players who are very young, uh, key stages of development is so important for them as well. Yeah. Um, just not even just the manager, the coaching staff, the one-to-one coaching they get, because we do have. I still don't think we've got a bad squad. Mm. We've got a lot of potential in that squad, and we need the right person to get it out. Um, yeah. So no Mourinho, yeah. no thanks. I can imagine Mourinho literally killing off the careers of half that squad. Torreira, sure, gone. I can't see it happening. Willock, gone. I really Salute. can't see it happening, man. Because I, I, for everything you just said there, it would just be so anti what, like, th- with the squad they're trying to put together, it would just go c- completely against mm. what they've been trying to do. Mm. And I just don't understand why they would do that. There's d- there doesn't seem to be any credible reason as to why they would <laughs> choose Jose. No, I, I, you know what it is? Even though they did very, very good work in the summer, my, the jury's still out on this board. And I'm not sure if I trust them because, yes, they did... The, the thing that we liked in the summer, they did a lot of common sense stuff, which we missed because Arsenal were always trying to be a bit too clever uh, under Arsene Wenger. But in that, they're still in this way, we need to, a bit more of innovative thinking and they're just going with the status quo, which is the opposite of what we need. So I'm not sure I'm trusting them to go with the right decision. I think they're going to go with the status quo and either keep Henry on to the end of the season and not make the knee-jerk reaction that needs mm. to be made now, which isn't really knee-jerk, it's just something that needs to be done. Yeah. Um, or they're going to go to status quo and pick someone like Mourinho, who's a quote-unquote winner, respected in football, blah, 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 rather than thinking outside the box a little bit. I, see, I just don't see any... What, what, so what are your reasonings, other than Arsenal making poor decisions from a board p- perspective previously? 
what evidence do you have to support that Mourinho would like Mourinho is going to come like why, why do you feel that way why do you feel we're going to make that decision it's no smoke without fire man like but he's slutting for it he's, he's a massive slut like uh, as, oh, much yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as much as you could point to oh you know Mourinho's at the games like, Mourinho knows exactly what he's doing you know it could even be a ta- could it be a tactic by the Arsenal board to you know bring Mourinho to these games and just just to make Emery know that you know he's under a bit of pressure do you Could know what? I, I, I tweeted earlier. I think it's actually a tactic, a bit by Mourinho, to force Madrid's hand to um, to uh, sack Zidane, and so he gets that job because there's a lot of rumours about him getting that job as well. It's not fucking working. <laughs> it's not working <laughs> at all. But um, yeah, it could be that. It could just be agent play, Mourinho play, all of them playing the game. But I just feel like there's no smoke without fire. You're getting a lot of these links. You're getting the leaks in the media, which are clearly strategic. So him saying he'd like the job. Um, I think the fact that you know Raul seems like one of them proper football old heads, so he seems like in Mourinho's type of circles. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's he's cozy with his agent, all that type of stuff. So mm. that, that I'm just going on hearsay, man. It's no nothing concrete. The, the, the hearsay is the hearsay is coming from these random Spanish accounts of like 10k followers, of like Placentas Caxias or some some report that we've never heard of before. And it's like Jose Castro's done. I'm like, what? I don't trust these people, man. These kick, these kick do, 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 and that. The only, the only thing I would say is that um, when we we did first hire Raúl, they they did always say that um, he is someone who likes to utilize his contacts a lot. So he doesn't do a lot of the sort of innovative thinking. So he uses his contacts to mm-hmm. like like Leroy said. A lot of the stuff we did this summit was great, but it was like what you would think a competent club should do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't a lot of um, like you say, great out, to us because we yeah, haven't seen it. Mm. That that's that's it, and I think that's why we rated it highly. There wasn't a lot of out of the box thinking, and um, when Sven left, he was often saying as well that, okay, cool. Um, th- these these guys are deciding to go down their own route. I wanted to look for X or Y, but Raúl was, do you know what I mean? Is is doing X or Y, and and that's always been. Um, I've always been like like Leroy said. I'm I'm a bit skeptical. Um, not because, like I said, they did great work this summer, but yeah, it it doesn't seem to me like. Maybe I am jumping the gun, and, and, and maybe I, I could well be wrong, but I don't feel like they they do have an innovative out of the box like thought. Because if you think back to the summer, we were all sitting here, right? We were saying, right? Everyone was patting themselves on the back. We we're like, oh, this is great work, a great job done. And obviously now, um, what's not helped us is the fact that Chelsea seem to be adapting very quickly under Lampard. Um, Leicester are, are, are picking up points at a very, very quick rate. And and they also have a good young squad under Rodgers as well. So we are in danger of being left behind, which is why it's not a knee-jerk reaction now to be saying, do you know what? It does. It's not going to get any better under Emery. Even today, we had two goal leads twice. We choked it. Do you know what I mean? We we can't hold on to leads under Emery. So that that's another another big, big issue. So I don't. we can't afford to let the season drag on. So, mm. and... and I don't know if they're going to sack Henry. That's what scares me, actually, as well. So I really do feel like they, there needs to be a bit of clarity. They need to come out and, and, and say something. Obviously, they're not going to come out and say, oh, uh, Emery's under pressure. But yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous. I'm let's, just... let's talk. A, we, we're going to have to do it. I mean, let's talk a little bit about the Palace game on the weekend. Um, there's not much to say about the performance in general because you know I feel like I've said this about a million times on the pod. It's same old, same old. So let's talk more about the mood um, because that seems to be like the um, 
obviously the big topic this week with uh, with what happened with Granite. Um, how did you guys view the Xhaka situation uh, in regards to the the, the the reaction from the fans? So we have to look at everything, right? So um, Xhaka was getting subbed. Um, the fans were cheering his sub sub ironically. Yeah. Then he reacts to it, okay, and then the, everything escalates and builds from there. Personally, I feel like people are overreacting to what Shaka did. Um, I feel like I don't really proper get onto players to them to the, to themselves. So I don't like cuss Shaka directly because at the end of the day, he's actually trying. Yeah. I would only cuss a player directly for a lack of effort, um, but. He's being picked by the coach in this situation time and time again. I kind of don't think it's his fault. He needs to be hooked. I, I put the blame fully on Emery. Um, Shaka is, yeah, he's been a bit of a coward, but I'm not really surprised because when he's not being a coward, he's getting robbed every time. Mm. Um, and, he's, and, and he's causing the team goals. So he has to kind of play that way to sort of limit the damage, if you know what I mean. So, I, and telling everyone to fuck off, look, he's been abused 24-7 for God knows how long, abused on Instagram, abused on the pitch I feel like he's well within his rights to tell us to fuck off I feel like he shouldn't apologise either captain or not captain um, I, I feel like yeah like Shaka do your thing man I, I really don't think it's that bad and I feel like I, it literally water off a dust back to me like just I don't feel no type of way about it mm. yeah I mean I was at the game on on uh, Sunday and I, I wasn't one of the ones to because I, I just think it's distasteful I don't I don't really see what how that benefits the team in any way, shape, shape or form. I understand that Xhaka is like a, a bit of a vehicle that, you know, because he is Emery's bum chum, is he's kind of like a, a vehicle to transfer some of that uh, negative, you know, reaction towards Emery. And I guess Xhaka is the easiest person to direct that at, right? Like being the captain, you know, being Emery's kind of like bum chum. But um, I just felt it was really distasteful. And I, I, and to be fair, <clears throat> as you said, like he's been abused on social media, probably abused in the streets, you know. Um, uh, telling, telling the fans to fuck off and, you know, I've got no issues about it, to be honest, because I feel like, yeah, maybe he lost his head a little bit. Um, but who wouldn't? You're having 60,000 people fucking jeering you as you come off. Like, who wouldn't lose their head? Let's think about it from a human perspective. Who is able to keep their head in that position? Because I, I fucking wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? Um, nah, so yeah, I bruv, just, I'll, I'll, I'll really be telling it. everyone to... I'll be telling everyone to suck their mums. Yeah, every 100%. single one of them, bruv. Honestly, 100%. I'll literally go and address people individually. Like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, man. So, I, I, I I, And the people that are expecting apologies is so self-entitled, man. Like, it's... The, the arguments that, oh, you know, we pay his wages, it's absolute bollocks because... I think Disu made a great point. It's like, we, we, don't, we don't pay. We don't pay their wages, really and truly. The club pays his wages. And, you know, the club divvy that money how they see fit. And just because, you, or just because you're putting money into a club, that doesn't give you a divine right to then, you know, uh, abuse players and... Of course not, man. That's, what, of course what, what not. What is this? This isn't Hunger Games, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. It's not what it is. Um, but I I will say though like, I do feel that fans are entitled to boo. Um, to boo. I yeah. mean I, I mean it's, like I said I don't really boo the player because I don't see the point. Like because as long as they're trying, if if they're, they're not trying, yeah, if they're not trying, I boo them. It's kind of productive. However, 
the overall picture, I'll happily boo the shit out of Emery because this is what big clubs do. Like, you need things to get toxic, otherwise action doesn't get taken mm-hmm. if the fans' voice isn't heard. So, some, so like, booing the overall, like, situation, I feel was absolutely fine. Yeah. No, anyway, Sharon, what, what do you think, man? Yeah, so it, this is interesting because I am slightly a little on the other side. So first, I have to caveat that I, I don't agree with uh, uh, abuse at all in the slightest. So the stuff, you know, that um, Jacques gets on Instagram, I think is disgusting. And I think the worst of the stuff, you know, when his wife was pregnant, I thought that was horrendous. Like, I, I don't I don't condone that in the slightest. Where, where I will slightly disagree is that I don't think booing is abuse. So, like, for example... Um, like when he's like uh, number went up at the weekend, there was like ironic cheers. Like yeah. that's happened to bear players before. Like for me, that's that's not that's that used. Do you know that used to happen to Iwobi all the time? Like that happened. It's happened to bear people. Like mm. for me, you just On run that off. Scale, it's happened. Like it's happened. It's happened. Bear. That, it happened that to sounded Bouet. like it was on a completely different scale. No, I, no, I, no. But. The, the thing is, it, it, it got the booing got worse because he was taking ages to get off. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? That's and when it turned like, into abuse. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. mm, but but was yeah okay. Obviously, I wasn't in the ground at the time, so you, you might have heard specific things lauded at him. Do you know what I mean? And and that like if you if you're like oh Jackie, you're a see you next Tuesday or whatever. That that is bad. Don't get me wrong. But if you're kind of like hurry up and get off the pitch, uh, I don't I don't I don't use that. Like if if you're for me. Booing is like you said. Booing isn't abuse. Like people like to get onto this thing that Arsenal are to- Arsenal aren't a toxic club. Mm. Arsenal put up with like Arsenal are some of the most like the most the fans especially some of the most patient fans I think around. We mm. put up with stuff for for a long long time. I think I don't so, know, man. Like, I, I think I, I, I always look back to like the encounters with a boue. Yeah, but yeah. but where, where does but that happens elsewhere? It's, in Spain and Italy, it's five times as worse. I remember at the Stad Velodrome one time, the the fans locked the players in the ground because they weren't happy with the performance. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So to say, like these these players get like, listen. I'm I've, so I, you're I, about to say they get away I, lightly, I, I, innit? Are you joking? <laughs> they locked them away. Oi, what what uh, what what in Marseille? Yeah, in Marseille, bro. Oi, them I, man are cruddy. That is <laughs> that gets my full respect. That yeah. is gang shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so for me, like, if I'm listen, I'd rather not see it. But if I'm, if people are getting booed in comparison, for me, that's that's not abuse. Like, in every walk of life, listen, I'm not trying to. You you can get like you can take a little, you get a little vilification. I don't think that means you've always got to lash out personally. In my opinion, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. As an individual, like I would have reacted like Jacob, but I do feel to a certain extent there is an expectation on you. Um, to, to handle certain situations better like don't get me wrong me in that situation I would have told the crowd to F off as well yeah. like, do you know what I mean but, do, do, do you think he should apologise then Sean I think yeah to an extent yeah because you know football fans are very fickle like so after for example you know when Abue got booed like mm. uh, whatever whatever like fans sort of realised that what they did was kind of a bit shitty you know after that game Abue got cheered regularly like all the time like it never never happened again like for example if Xhaka was to come out and just be like do you know what sorry like um, what I did was, was, wasn't was like right but I was, I was a bit upset and I'm just trying to get yeah. everyone to be like unified to get you know like one of those little shitty PR yeah, messages yeah. people would round behind Xhaka like I, straight I, away I don't again. think they would the, the reason I don't think they would is because I, because of the point I made about his relationship with Emery Mm-hmm. And I feel like Xhaka is getting the brunt end of it because yeah. he is Emery's butt. Emery's. Because people don't want Xhaka in the team, they it's won't true. rally it's behind true. him. It's so, true. But, and, and the sad thing is, I don't really put that 
as much on Xhaka. No, no, 100%. Him, that, no, 100%. Do, do, do you know agree. what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I, I, like, like you, I agree Xhaka shouldn't be in the team. The thing is, if even if Xhaka was more of an option rather than the option, it, do you know what I mean? It wouldn't be an issue. Like, if, like, for example, Xhaka was starting one in five and Xhaka was coming off the bench, I literally don't think people would have a problem. No. I, anyway. I honestly don't think people would have a problem. It's the fact that he's the mainstay, like, and he, he is literally seen as, like, the hub of the team that, yeah, and I get it. And because it is, it is true. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I I don't think and and the fact that the manager used him as as, as a lightning rod, like the manager dilly dally with this captain situation for mm-hmm. time, um and because and he hid behind the players. He was like, oh, you know, the players took the vote on on who who, who the captain was going to, and it just comes back to the manager being a spineless coward, basically. Yeah. And and it annoys me that every single thing that seems to happen, like especially within the last three weeks, it's taken so much focus off the manager. Like we've spoken about Xhaka, we've spoken about Özil. We're not speaking enough about, you know, well, we are obviously on this pod, but you know, in the mainstream media, they're not speaking about Emery's underperformance, Emery's mm. underachievements, you know what I mean? So, and I'd like to get back more to that. So, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox the same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us. Families trust Clorox to give them a safe and protected home. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected. So I know I too can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment at home we can all enjoy. So I have a story for you, Amanda. Um, With Clorox, there's one thing I definitely use it for every single time before I step into my vanity van. Uh, I love the entire place disinfected because that's where I keep my makeup. Uh, That's where I get ready. That's where my clothes are. That's sometimes where I take a nap as well. So, you know, I can use it all over like time of need. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really, it just keeps everything super clean and I, I feel super safe. For me, it's important to share with loved ones and the public in general how they can give the most care for their loved ones especially during times like these. I mean, with the pandemic going on, with COVID going on, it's just great to be extra sanitary with all the items that are around you, caring for others and, you know, just wiping down the door handle after you use the bathroom or wiping down so the So important. The toilet. So important. The toilet handle. Don't forget oh. the toilet handle. <laughs> so remember, when, when it, it counts, counts trust Clorox. Sure. Sure. Um, I guess we can talk a little bit about the, uh, the game. Um, again, we didn't create much. I think we had like, well, how many chances did we create from open play? Did we, we, did we create we a chance did, from did, open play? Did, yeah, we didn't really. Um, didn't really. I think yeah. there was, there was, maybe there was a, a shot. Of chance in the yeah, in the first half, but other than that, that that was pretty much it. We scored two goals from set pieces, and then why did we sit off again? Do you know what I mean? It, it happens continuously. Like Emery does this thing where he just goes into like his it's his comfort mode like it's his default setting mm-hmm. like to, to, like I, I don't understand like it just comes back to tonight again it was 4-4 the first, why would you take off Ozil why would that be the first thing you th- you think to do do you know what I mean yeah. so um, yeah I, I, I don't know come on this is a man who um, who lost to a nine man Real Madrid as Valencia coach so yeah. um, it, nothing should really shock you no no it doesn't shock me I, I think um it was a interesting game for Pepe because once again we saw his quality from dead ball positions, but not much from open play. Um, you know, he put in five or six wonderful deliveries from corners, and um, I think even a free kick, if I seem to remember. Um, but you know, again, we're not getting him in areas that he can be productive in. 
Um, so I guess we've got ups and downs for 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 Pepe. You know, I, for me, he should probably have an assist at least for the for for um, uh, was it Louise's goal? Yeah, it was Louise's goal. Just a, yeah. an inch perfect corner. Did, did did it count as an assist? For I him? don't think so because I, I think Lacazette got the flick on. Right. Okay. So Lacazette pinched it, but it goes down as like a a key pass, I guess. Right. Okay. Um. So yeah, what what did you make of his of his performance? Uh, medi mediocre. Mm. Um, but I thought the whole team was kind of mediocre. So, where like like you said, it it came back to the point like um, if you watched tonight's game and then you saw what happened on Saturday, it it was just there were better. Even though like the game was mad open, there was bare space today. There were just better connections like higher up on the pitch. Do you know what mm. I mean? So, um, it allowed us to uh to create better opportunities higher up the pitch. So yeah, I I just we need an extra body. Is 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 the first and foremost because obviously we can't rely on anything tactically or anything structurally for memory to help us attack better. You need another body further up the pitch, um, and so so hopefully that will be um, Urza or wh- whoever. Yeah. We just need to support the attackers better. There needs to be a body breaking forward from midfield. I, I think it, it it really like did did it not frustrate you to see like Xhaka, Guendouzi and Sabayos basically playing in a line together yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and and, and I, I, to me still I, and I would love for journalists don't ask these questions like, I would love a journalist to ask what's, what's your thinking mm-hmm. behind playing Xhaka, Guendouzi yeah, well, and Sabayos they're doing line. the exact same thing they're doing the exact same they play, they play in a line yeah I, I just didn't I, understand I, it I didn't understand like see and Xhaka wasn't even doing it too much so then I have to I, I have to ask the question why is Xhaka on the pitch because he wasn't the one coming deep and collecting the ball. He was just... He was like the decoy. But he's yeah. not a decoy because it's... it's We know we're not going to use Xhaka anymore in that position. It's it's really weird. I don't I don't understand it at all. Um, and and do, do you know the mad thing is, listen, I have my... Like we all do, I still have my reservations on Xhaka. But under Wenger, Xhaka was still passing at a much higher success rate. He was still progressing the ball. Even despite all his flaws, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you were to name, like, his his few positives, Xhaka when he has time on the ball, he can play a forward pass. Yeah. He he's got some good diags on him, but he's not even doing that anymore. No. So For, so forty four touches. Do you know what I mean? Under Wenger, that was like eighty. Like it was like it was very high. Wasn't it's probably it? it was like, like close to hundred. That's what I'm saying. But, game. but the thing is, Unai Emery has single handedly managed to destroy everything Arsenal Wenger's built already. Mm. Um, I know it's a completely different team. It essentially, it was a sandcastle. To be fair, though, when it was Wenger, yeah, <laughs> it was true. But we have, I mean, Wenger built his game on pass and move. Mm. Now we are so rigid. Players don't interchange positions. There's no uh, support play. There's no pass and move. There's no rhythm to our game. Literally, keeping possession is a fucking chore for this team because we're, I mean, it was so easy to defend against. Because, like, I mean, you ever used to see that Gary Neville used to say about Arsenal on, um, um, like Monday Night Football and stuff. Uh, we used to have really trouble at the beginning defending Arsenal because, well, we'd one player would move, you try and follow your man, and another player would take your space, mm-hmm. and then we had to realize we had to stay still because of the movement. And if you remember, like Pep Guardiola said, the key to actually breaking down the team is not moving the ball, it's moving around the opposition players. But because our players don't really move that much and they're so rigid in their positioning and everything's so stale and predictable, players players can just stay in their shape yeah. and and they just watch us and they just watch us. It's very very easy and they just pinch the ball and go. The only time we ever look like scoring, yeah, is when Ganduzi picks up the ball and drives. That is the, and 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 it's similar when because Willock it makes does people it as well. step out. Yeah, it, it makes people Willock step does out it as well. Willock does but, it as well. You know, it, but, it's the only time we look like scoring. 
the thing is, right, if if you're going to play a Wenger-style game, which is the pass and move, you're moving players around by your other players constantly moving and being fluid in your position and interchanging. But if you're going to play a positional, a fixed positional like game, because Pep's game is relatively fixed in terms of positions, you have to have dribblers in your team. And you have to have dribblers that commit people to actually make people move via beating a man, taking him out of the game, then someone has to move to cover his space. So when someone like Gunduzi drives, that causes that to happen. But it doesn't happen anywhere near enough. And we don't sustain the ball near enough in, in, in the final third because we don't have the technical quality. We don't have anywhere near the technical quality. When we had the likes of Rizitsky, Chleb, Nazri, all, all them type of men in the final third, the ball would be fizzed quickly and no one's losing it. No one's losing it. We don't have that kind of technical quality anymore. So... Pepe, yeah, okay, we we need someone to dribble on that side. Aubameyang's not really a dribbler on that side. We don't really have anyone who's doing the dribbling centri- centrally because Sabaos isn't being used correctly, Willock isn't being used correctly. And like you say, we only look dangerous when Genduzi drives and causes some kind of disruption to their defensive shape. Yeah. But, 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 but do, do, do you know what this is as well? Like You, you need to look, like even think back to um, when PSG signed Mbappe, like, he had just come off, what, as an 18-year-old, a 30-goal season with uh, Monaco as they won the title year. He signed for PSG next season. He does it. He scores 13 league goals mm. the whole season. The whole season. The moment, um, what's it, Emery's left PSG now, you see in the numbers he's doing under Thomas Tuchel. Yeah. Where he pams every game. It's it's just very, because you then got to ask yourself, like, what players, what attacking, ask yourself, what attacking players have thrived under Unai Emery? At Sevilla, who was doing numbers? No one was really, really doing numbers. Was he it, had what? Who was their strikers? He had um, Kevin Gamero and, yeah, Carlos Bacco. But mm. I don't think either of them were, like, you know, shooters, shooters like that. No. Um, even when he was... At but Valencia, then Gamero like, was a shooter afterwards, though. Yeah. Gamero went on to get numbers. <laughs> and Bacco as well. <laughs> yeah. They both nicknames, so That's what I'm it? saying. Yeah, so... And, and I think someone said think, once yeah, before... Yeah. You think, I, I think I said someone once before. You know, every manager, yeah, they normally have, like, players who vouch for them. Who vouches for Unai Emery, bro? Like, I literally Fa- don't know... I don't, who? Fans too. Yeah, yeah. That, it, no one vouches for him, bruv. Like, you know, with every manager you could bring up, like, do you know what? You might have had this problem, this problem. Did, wait, hang on. Did you guys see that Fred on Twitter the other day? I, well, I put it in the, in the chat, you know. Elite Fred. Unai Elite Emery. Fred. That, that Fred. Yep. Literally, Elite Fred, bro. And this was just as we appointed Unai Emery. Every single thing that was tweeted in that Fred has come to fruition, like, since he's been at manager, which shows you that this is a theme of what happens with Unai Emery at every single club. So, I mean, eventually when he does get sacked from this job, he's never going to get a big job again. But it shows that it was a massive faux pas because we hired someone who could barely speak in English anyway to, to be our manager. So how how we expected that to translate, it, it then makes you wonder what what Gazidis was looking at in this whole interview. Boy. He's looking at his bald-ass head in Boy. the mirror. My friend keeps trying to convince me, yeah, that there were some shady deals going on. He knows nothing about football, by the way. But when I explain to him the situation, he just can't understand why Emery was employed. And I'm trying to... I, I have no answers for him. I don't... I, I can't explain it. So his automatic thing is, ah, oh, Gazidis must have been getting paid off. But I'm like, that don't make any sense. But maybe, maybe he was. I don't know. <laughs> I don't what are you saying? His like... agent put a bung in the Cayman Islands, yeah? <laughs> maybe, and, he, and he's sitting over there. He's got one of those, you know, sceptical minds where, you know, everything's a, everything's a payoff. I'm starting to believe maybe that's the most bloody logical answer at the moment. Nah, to be honest, I feel like they wanted to go, like, there, there was a risky option which could have had high upside, potentially, but... 
but then they had an option that was quote unquote seen as a safe and sensible thing to do. But then if you do do a deep dive and deep analysis in, it was a dickhead thing to do, which touch of Guru's exclusive us man did say, I mean, I think when they announced it, my first tweet was Emery out. I said it from the get go. I said it's a, it's a, it's a horrible appointment and, yeah. and it sort of makes me like, cause when, when you see, um, you know, every, everyone's seen that David Ornstein article now as well, mm-hmm. that list was horrific. That that, Horrible. that, whole, that managerial list was was terrible. Horrible. It was absolutely it was oh. awful, and yeah. then it showed. I, I, Ant said in the chat as well. There, there was no coherency in in the sort of approach. Henri, because every single manager was different. Yeah. To be fair, Carlos Baca banged out at Sevilla. You know, did he? Well, he got... What after Emery? No, when he was there, twenty eight. Uh, no, I'm not. No, no, he didn't bang out. He didn't bang out. I'm, I'm forgetting these men were playing like sixty games a season, innit? Because of the Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking at the numbers, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing fifty six appearances, twenty eight goals. So yeah, only really one or two. Uh, bro, he's ca- caveats, man. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't shooting like that, bro. No, he definitely <laughs> weren't shooting like that. But um, yeah, just going back to the game. How, how did you guys um find uh, Kieran Tierney's was that his Premier League debut? Yeah, it was. It was his. Um, yeah. It was his first like official start. Yeah, it was. It was just. It, it was. It was unfortunate because a, a lot of the play was going down the other side. Mm. So and like, Chambers he, was. He awful. wasn't. Yeah, yeah. He he wasn't involved. Chambers was bad. But I felt sorry like, for Pepe because of Chambers. Um, Chambers. Yeah. Really, Chambers he, does his thing. Ch- right? He doesn't. He wants to combine with Pepe, but. It, it, so he wants to combine infield with Pepe, I find, whereas Pepe needs someone to go around the outside. I, I, yeah, I saw yeah. Pepe directing Chambers quite a few times, like, get round me kind of thing. But Chambers, I guess he doesn't have the athleticism. He doesn't have the the, the, the know-how of um, to, of a fullback, of an offensive fullback, to, you know, when to make runs in certain, in, in certain it's, situations. It's, 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 it's completely different because you saw even three days before against, obviously, I know it's only a bit to Victoria, but the difference when Bellerin was going outside. Yeah, I think that and, would and help was, Bellerin. That, I, I think and, that would help was, Pepe, sorry. Yeah, it, it would help both of them and, yeah. and it, 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 because it opens up the space inside. It, it, it's, it's the logical answer, but obviously, yeah, as we said, uh, Chambers doesn't have the athleticism to go um, up and down constantly. But yeah, coming back to, to Kieran, unfortunately, as well, because... Oba was was basically anonymous in this game as well. Well, I mean, he he, he is most games anyway, unless yeah. unless he's shooting. But yeah, um, it, it wasn't nothing was really going down that side. Um, so it wasn't like it was a steady eddy like performance from Tierney. To be honest, mm-hmm. when when he got on the ball, he was he he was doing his best to get up and down. But yeah, there was nothing really on for that side of the pitch. And, and we showed we showed because um, we lined up in a four four two. We showed we showed a, a much like greater right sided uh, right side bias in. Yeah, I, well, I think it's so. just more evidence to suggest that yeah, cool, we've got a massive upgrade in fullbacks, you know, waiting to come in. But it's 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 a sad indictment of what the team actually is because it just means that no matter how good a player is, they're not gonna they're not gonna stand out under this coach. You know, like a lot of people, I think, felt like you know Tierney comes in, Bellerin comes in, we're gonna be a lot better. But it just doesn't work that way. You know, if the if the system is flawed, then <laughs> the players aren't gonna be able to shine. And we, 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 I think we saw that on, on Sunday, you know, Tierney, yeah, he, he did okay, but, um, yeah, he didn't make a huge difference to how we played. Like him and Collar, it, it doesn't make too much of a difference at the moment, unfortunately, which is, uh, yeah, just a sad indictment. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on to some listeners' questions and, uh, when can, we, when can we, when can we get him out, man? I'm tired. Boy. Boy. 
Let me get on to some questions now then. Um, cool. Uh, quite a lot of questions about Urzil. Um, we've touched on Mourinho, I guess. Uh, it, okay, so the broke baller underscore asks: Is there a manager in world football who you think could reignite Özil's passion for the game? If so, who? Uh, I don't think so, really. Um, I feel like Özil's—you can see Özil. Yeah, his problem is actually motivation because when he has a point to prove, even though um, he played against mediocre opposition, obviously, a, a lot of his stuff, a lot of his bad points are just effort. Mm. If you just put in a bit more effort, he's still got the quality there. How do you put in um, effort though when you're on 350 bags a week, bruv? Well, it, you, it's up to you. It depends if you're intrinsically motivated or not. I think Ozil's one of them kids, like just or one of them guys who don't really—he's not really bothered, man. He's mm. just—he's not really bothered unless he's got a point to prove or he's—he's he's got something to show out for. He's just like, yeah. Sometimes he'll turn up, sometimes he won't. But I don't really think there's a coach that's going to do that to him, man. It's—it's it's, it's all intrinsic. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think. I think. Yeah, as you said, he's got a point to prove now. Maybe, maybe him coming back. He he wants to get Emery out in it. So maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how he's gonna conspire to do that. But um, probably, probably by playing shit. Because I can't imagine if he plays well, he's probably gonna save Emery's job, isn't he? So I don't think that's gonna work. I don't um, even think a good Meza Ozil can can change this team. No, we ain't changing our fortune. So yeah, um, we just need to get him out asap. That's it. Mm. Uh, KP2019 underscore asks are Arsenal a weak club is this based on the comments of who made these comments was it Neville no who made the comments saying that we're weak who said we're weak someone said we're weak after the uh, was it after the Palace game or after the Sheffield United game oh that was ever after the Sheffield United was it ever sorry yeah 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 yeah. tell him to shut up man Listen, Ruan did a big, yeah. uh, a good clap. Back. Yeah, now someone tweeted, where, where, where were you when Suarez called you the N-word, bro? <laughs> I'm trying what, to get Ruan on the pod. I was trying to get what, him on tonight. What, what were you doing, man? Nah, <laughs> you know what? That tweet had me rolling. Elite. That tweet rolling. Talking about weakness, bro, but he's got... Oh, it was hilarious. A man's putting out his hand to shake his hand, you know? <laughs> <laughs> After he's just been abused. Ah, oh, shut up, man. Do, oh. do, do you think that Arsenal are a weak club, though? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we ain't got no balls. So, I mean, like, he is right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. He's right. He's right. He's right. He but, but it's like an ugly babe calling you ugly, isn't it? It's like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, who, who are you? Who are you? For real. She? For real. Uh, it, and it annoys me because he talks like he's a big man as well. Like, he wasn't... He, he got had up by a bear man as well, bro. Mm. But, yeah, anyway... F him, F him. He, he was riding off coattails his whole career at Man United, trust, trust me, trust me. Was, have, was... Having Rio Ferdinand have him on a leash, bro. Like, bro. He shut he, his mouth. He, he, he even said, like, oh, not even Messi could could like, could like beat me, bro. And then someone just quickly slapped up a clip of Messi just flicking the ball over his head, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Roberts underscore IO asks, do you think AFTV have had a negative effect on the fan base? I don't think it's AFTV in general. I just think it's social media. Like, um, everything's I, clout, isn't it? Nah, I, I do think they have because you don't understand, not just, I mean, we've got our own kind of echo chamber on Twitter, yeah? If you go to the general football fan in terms of who don't really use social media that much, they know AFTV. 
and they only watch AFC V just because it's negativity around Arsenal. Mm -hmm. So I think they've actually had a big impact in the wider footballing culture and it's been negative um, for the club. So, yeah. But everyone's got to eat. I mean, it's, it's them making their money in it, and um, if Arsenal weren't shit, they wouldn't have any fucking content. So, and 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 that's 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 the main point. I do think I don't think they're great, and and I do feel like they're trying to profit off the club as well. But yeah, the club haven't helped themselves. Like, mm. if we were winning, this would this, it wouldn't be an issue. Do you know what I mean? So, honest, I think it's I the often fact. Feel that way about our pod, though. I feel like we maybe not this pod in general, but the Touchline pod. It's it's more people tune in for pain. Do you know what I mean? When Man United have lost, like people tune in. Do you know what I mean? When Arsenal have lost, people tune in. It's everyone's it's human nature. The pain. Yeah. It's human nature, bro. I don't know what you we've know? become. Oh, oh, yeah, it's very likely. It's life, bro. Negative news is what sells. Blood of my enemies. Blood of my enemies. Yeah, for real. People don't want to hear about you painting fences, bro. They want to hear about the defense getting broken down, bro. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, it's, it's life. Fair enough. Uh, underscore Ray X Chell. CR, she asks, uh, back, going back to the uh, the Ornstein article, she says, uh, out of the seven managers, well, other than Emery, interviewed by Arsenal, who would you each have chosen? I'm trying to remember what the blood you is. Know, you know who I'm choosing. You know who I'm choosing. Oh, well, yeah, I don't even need to ask you, do I? Fuck, you yeah, know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you have to give me the list again because I... I've got it here. I've got it here. I don't really um, remember them more. Right, it was uh, Allegri. Ugh. Uh, I'm gonna. I want you to give an indiv- individual reaction after each one. All right. Um, Arteta. Right. Nah, no Come experience. On. No experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No experience. I'm okay, not giving. I'm not giving it to someone. Like I'm not giving it to a flipping learner driver. So mm. not <laughs> Thierry Henry. No, 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 no. Again, no, nah. Sorry, Thierry's too egotistical. Calling everyone shit and saying, "What do you say to about someone's nan or something like that?" Previous club, he says something nuts. And the thing with Thierry, I just I couldn't stand it going bad. Like, do you know what I mean? That would be awful. The it'd be terrible, bro. I just I can't. No one remembers what he said. He said something when he was coach of Monaco about someone's. Oh, it was either someone's mum or someone's nan. One of the players. And uh, everyone was like gobsmacked. Oh, I need to find it. All um, right, no, forget it, forget it. Was L- Lopetegui? Um, he's someone who got my eye on, but he didn't do very well. Thierry Henry regrets players calling grandma players grandma whore. Yes, Mum. Oh, wait, what? It is. Henry is to have said, "Is the forty-third minute your grandmother's whore?" What the fuck does that even mean, bro? What does that mean, bro? He, bro, he could have handled it, bro. Yeah. He'd have made Bellerin cry. Yeah, yeah. He said it's an expression it, it, of the street. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> what, was, it, was it? Was it like you son of a bitch? Is that what he was trying to say? Bro, Thierry Henry would have slated people. Yeah. He would have finished, man. The, the, the pressure would be getting to Thierry, bro. I don't think Thierry would have been handling the pressure well at all, bro. No, man, and also, like, like he said some man that um, Monaco spent 10 million. They, they spent 10 million on you, bro. Mm. You're dead to the mm. player. To the... Oh, they yeah. said... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Yeah, um, I said um, he, he, yeah, Porto didn't end particularly well for him, even mm. though he did well at the beginning. Did well in the Spain under twenty ones. Um, I am interested in him still because his Sevilla team aren't that bad. They're doing yeah. quite well, and also he um, one. It speaks very very good English. 
um, already. And two, he seems to understand the English game in the interviews I've seen him talking about the Premier League. So I'm watching him with a half eye, but he's not. I, I wouldn't have given him the job. Yeah, I, I saw because um, um, I, I saw most of him with Spain in it when he was uh, Spain, Spain at the was it last World Cup in it or oh, Euros? Yeah, yeah, last Euros. Um, so yeah, I, he, he he's definitely one one to watch. Um, he never lost the yeah. Spain manager, did he? No, he did. Yeah, I mean, what well, they they lost to Russia, bruv. In the in the world, sorry, in the World Cup, in it. What am I talking about? They lost to Russia in the World Cup. So, um, yeah. That? What's that? Was that when he was manager? Yeah, when he was manager. Because remember, he, did he get sacked? Oh no, because he said he was going to take over a Madrid job, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he got sacked just before yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, my bad. My no, bad. He, yeah. he was the period before. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah he, got... he he was when they were banging up qualifiers and they literally okay. everyone up and they were one of the favourites. And then he because um, obviously they were the favourites and they were doing looking in such good shape before the competition. Um, but then obviously um, Florentino Pérez went fuck my country in it. Like I'm real Madrid till I die. Yeah, yeah. took him off them. <laughs> took him off them. Took, I think he's. I'm just looking at his record now. Yeah. He's only ever lost one game whilst being like a, a Spain manager, like whether that be at youth level or in Yeah, yeah. He he banged out for at Spain, but then obviously yeah. look at the look at the quality of players he has. Yeah. Um but he's still someone I've got half my eye on because his Sevilla team, that's you know I asked you to download me that Sevilla Betis game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been watching a few of their games, um and they actually look pretty good. I like I like how yeah. they ball. Okay. He he's he's playing a nice four three three with them as so well. Someone to keep an eye on, yeah? We got, yeah, we got, yeah, we got yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the eyes on that one, right? And, and he seemed, and his interview he did a really, really good interview about the English game, about um, athleticism and stuff like that. So yeah, um, he seems to have an understanding that the Premier League's different, and he does want to manage it, and he does speak perfect English. Mm, okay, okay. Uh, Ralph Rangnick, one for Olive. No, no, no. I, I'm not. I, no Germans, number one. I've been stung too much by the Bundesliga. Mm. Like, I don't want anything to do with them. Players, managers, nothing. Okay. Um, and them I don't. Yeah, yeah, and I don't want no more. German currency again? Uh, bruv, it's Frank, euros, bro. Euros, bro. Do- yeah, Deutschmark, I mean, are you talking back about? In the day, innit? Deutschmark. Oh. Deutschmark. Deutschmark. Cool, yeah. But yeah, and I don't want press press merchants either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bruv. All, all they know. Do, do you remember that um, Nelson Smith Rowe interview when they were both in in Germany, bruv? And they, oh. they were like to each other, bruv. He was like. Yeah, what they do here is press, bro. Like, they love to press, bro. It was jokes. If you watch that interview, bro, they were like, like, fam, all I do is just run all day, bro. They just love pressing, bro. bro. That's why all their games finish, like, like tonight's game, bro. All their games finish 5-5. Five, five. It's yeah, bare open. Bare that's why everyone bro. bags out there, man. Everyone bags out there. Including the nothing. Leaves. That's why Sean's bought some more stocks, bro. Yeah. Don't worry. We're coming back, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam Pauli. No, bruv. No, that no. little midget. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> bruv, that, remember, you were on him at Sevilla, though, when Nasri was there, bruv. Hey! <laughs> bruv, Nasri, Nasri's my boy, man. He, he blinded me still. But nah, Sam Pauli, nope. Nope, nope, nope. And, and... He banged out for for Chile, though, innit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But two coppers. But club management's completely different yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. international and management, also, man. Because he, he didn't do that well at Sevilla, did he? He lasted a season, but um, but yeah, no, he done all right there, but he stunk out for Argentina, boy. <laughs> mm, yeah, 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 Argentina. He got well, Messi bowed him out in the end, though, didn't it? What's new? Yeah, shuck. 
Yeah, I'm just looking. Yeah, I'm looking at his club record. Fucking awful, man. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think he's I, ever averaged more than fifty nine percent win percentage. And, and that's why that list is shit because they just went for obvious names. Yeah. Who's a decent? Who who's got a name in management? Right, put him on the list. Mm. Put him on the list. Nothing outside the box. Or who's got a link with Arsenal? Mm. And um, and yeah, Paddy. Yeah, Vieira is he's not really doing much at least where. So no, they're, nah, they're, nah. they're quite an entertaining team to watch, though. No, they're like fifteenth in the league, aren't they? Oh, wow. Yeah, well, it's entertaining. I didn't <laughs> and they've got talent as well, haven't and they? And they've yeah, they've got talent, bro. So, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, forget it, man. No, no, no. So he did the right for New York, though, didn't he? Bro, <laughs> what League One? <laughs> league One? Come on, man. Bro, Lewis, you do you do all right for New York? No, I would. I actually would. No, you you do all right for New York, man. Yeah, no, I would. Yeah. Uh, well, um, so out of out of them, I'm guessing, judging by the feedback, Lopetegui is the the, the guy you would have taken. Are we including the Rogers and in, in, in them no, ones no, there? No, 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 because apparently them man were just discussed. Because out of all that list, I, I all of yeah, that... the ones discussed were actually look they looked the best. Sorry, yeah. uh, so, Howe and Rogers, and well, yeah, it says Luis Enrique was never an option, but. I was, uh, was going to say, would you man take? Would you man take Luis Enrique? Yeah, I would. Not a fifteen mil a season no, if that's what he no, wants. Like Tell him to take after. My man is literally taking the complete piss. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my only worry, is, my only worry with Enrique as well is because obviously the sample size is, is quite small. I, I was never really impressed by his Roma team. Um, but what about Celta? Yeah, Celta he was okay. But you know, with and obviously at Barca with MSN, like they they just played through like. Uh, to the fo- to the to the forward so quickly, bro. So we didn't really see much. Like he wasn't really building through the middle. Um, so I, I don't know what that will be. So I don't really know what his overarching strategy is. Actually, Enrique. Or v- the only thing I know is that he likes wingers, mm. which is different from actually every Spain manager because they don't really like wingers like Enrique does. So it would be he interesting. Basically, shit everywhere except for Barcelona, were not he? <sighs> yeah. Bob is Messi FC. That's it. That's what I said. It's, it's, you, you can't, we can't really. I don't know how to judge. I wouldn't. You judge. can't judge a manager with Messi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's true. All right, maybe I wouldn't take Enrique then. Like that. Yeah, especially not fifteen right. million. Fucking hell, you, you ain't done nothing. That, that's what he wanted. But you know, do you, oh, do you reckon, right? If we went to Rogers, look, and we just went on aggressive and said, we're we're going to buy out your Leicester contract and went aggressive with Leicester. We're going to buy out. We're going to offer you a, a good money. Do you reckon you take the job? Or would you reckon he'd be like yes. squad's a bit scummy. Uh, he's an ambitious bloke yeah he, he's very ambitious and also like he wants um like imagine like in his in his eyes like seeing like trying to restore arsenal back to where like they should be if if like if anything if he got close to it like the hype around him would and i feel like he's quite egotistical oh that's exactly what i was going to say like, you thought sierra he, was egotistical he's fucking yeah, he, he's another yeah. one Bre- Bre- brendan would brendan would love it i know leroy is big on him i don't know why there's just something in my in my in the back of my mind about brendan that just doesn't sit right bro i don't know what it is bro i don't know what it is i'm just it's not treatment of, but... of dembele that's what it is bro but i know racism racismo yeah. bro um but yeah no no i'm i'm taking him obviously if like if, yeah. if that was the case i i've i've liked just for a long time I just think he works well with forwards. Um, he's always had a creative philosophy. Um, he's very, very good in, uh, in possession, uh, possession-based football. How did it um, go wrong at Liverpool, though? Bruv, Liverpool were trash. Like they had a good, good few players, but look at look at their squad. Look at the rest yeah, of their but, squad. Yeah, look but, at their defenders. He got that. them second, didn't he? He got them yeah. second because they had one. Their forwards who banged out, 
And right. two, but look, look how he coached that 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 group. But then what happened? So, like, why did the wheels wheels fall off? Like, why why does he did he lose did he lose Suarez? In that he lost Suarez. Sturridge yeah. got injured. Yeah, yeah. Lambert and Balotelli. They... Lambert and Balotelli. Yeah, that's it. That's what yeah. we were saying. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing is with Rogers, he's just got an ugly taste in players. Mm. So you don't want him involved with recruitment. But if you give him the tools and give him some good pieces, I think you'll get a lot. Yeah, because because imagine man was about to sign Lewis Dunk when Soyuncu was at home, bro. Do you mm. know what I mean? So. Yeah, you you just got to be a bit wary. Just, just, just yeah, it's got to let him like not not be involved in all that stuff. All right, a couple more questions, lads. Uh, Rizzy Smooth asked: the issues we we're seeing now with Emery have been issues Valencia fans saw ten years ago. Has there been instances where managers have improved their management skills? I'm sure there's loads, right? <laughs> um, improved. I'm, 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 I'm sure there is, but the. the the, the thing with me is, is that one, isn't it? Where managers become more adaptable to certain situations and environments. Well, the only t- the only place Emery hasn't had problems with communication was in Spain. In Russia, they threw him out quick. Yeah. Obviously, in France, he's flogged. In England, he's now getting flogged. Do you know what I mean? So, communication is obviously something he he's not improved <laughs> in. Or or maybe he does. Because the thing with maybe he does have good ideas and he just struggles to articulate them. I don't think he has good ideas, by the way. But I'm just saying, like, because he keeps getting jobs. And decent jobs at that as well. So and he just misunderstood. Um, you know why? It's because he's a fucking gas man. Because he yeah, talks he's... the right talk. He chats shit. He's a liar. That's yeah. that's how he's getting jobs. You know what killed me is interview the other day. Yeah, where he was just rambling and just randomly threw in a good oh, yeah. evening. Good evening. <laughs> he's literally a parody account of himself right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> fucking suck him now, man. Fuck me. <laughs> he's embarrassing he's so embarrassing man I I actually don't understand how like he's worse than Wenger was at Wenger's worst like that's it like he's bad with a worse squad and do you know what I mean good good and how much he spent he must have spent like what 150 we haven't got a bad squad he's got a Bamiyang and Wenger only had a Bamiyang for what half a season right Uh. do do, do you know the funny thing is because this question was asked like with Wenger now, he would get top four with his squad easy. I wouldn't say easy because it. I were, think he would were, because I think we forget that I think Wenger lost the dressing room, and that's a big deal. Mm. I think in Wenger's last season, he lost the dressing room. He and, did. Um, I think that's that's easy to gloss over because now we got rid of Wenger, but I don't think he would have made top four because I just think every everyone's heads are gone uh, by the time he uh, resigned. What if Wenger had come in afresh and had not lost his dressing room and then, came then in like I a new coach? I think he would have got top four. Yeah, I think he would have got top four. Mm. Yeah, if, if, that's what I'm saying. If we take out those external factors, like say, like for example, that hadn't happened and Wenger's just coming in cold now, yeah. I think he would get top four with the yeah. squad. Yeah, he's, well, he's a better coach than... He's just got better Emery. ideas than, than Emery. And it's, yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. Bro, yep. I just want to see us pop a couple one twos again, bro. Man can't even string more than five pieces together, bro. I'm killing me, man. Um, it's so upsetting, man. Yeah. Original Jim Bob, what do you make of the reports that the board blame VAR more than Emery for recent results? Does that feel like he's getting a vote of confidence? Nah, it's just PR, man. They're, mm. they're trying to take the heat off him. It's just yeah. PR. Yeah. What, yeah. what I found interesting about the Ornstein um, article was. Um, the fact that they said uh, that they were going to offer him a new contract. And that kind of scared me a little bit. Because in order to offer him... Like, we saw it with Man United, right? With Oli. 
in order to offer a man a new contract, they must have seen something there that they felt like, oh, okay, like this is the guy for us. Obviously, they didn't do it in the end, thank God. But it just it says to me that they had a little that they that they were willing to go there, and maybe they're mm-hmm. waiting for results to improve before they do that, and that scares me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows, man? I, like I'm saying. I've I've got some reservations about this hierarchy still, um, and I hope Edu's a positive influence. Um, and we'll just have to wait and see. Like, apparently Edu's close to the players and close to the he's got his ears to the streets. So let's hope like all those likes that Lacker's doing on Instagram, Obi's yeah. doing on Instagram, saying fuck Henry is translating through to Edu, and like he, he's feeding that back to Raul, and we're mm-hmm. thinking right, no, something's not on. How do you how do you feel how do you guys feel about um... Uh, the, the players' reaction to Xhaka because there was reports that um, obviously that the players went to Xhaka's house after the game. They're boys. Like, what do you expect? But do you feel like that will make them turn more against Emery, or is it, it or will it unite them more? It, it, it it's quite interesting because obviously fan perception is is totally different. Like a lot of fans don't like Xhaka, but by all accounts, Xhaka is very is a very popular individual. Yeah. Like, That's why he got captaincy, he, right? Yeah, he got captaincy. Although I have always heard rumours that um, a couple of players don't like, like a couple of the. I've heard a couple of rumours that the forwards don't like him. Like Lacker and Oba, they're not as tight, tight with him like that. Oh, they really? find him quite arrogant. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I generally don't know. Yeah, the, the general consensus because no one's ever really chatted rubbish against Xhaka like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and by all accounts, like even under Wenger as well, everything was always that. Jacker's a really good trainer. He works really, really hard. So I, I think that's why no one could ever really fault like his lack of effort. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, um, so it, it it will be interesting because I don't really know what side of the of the coin people fall down. Like because he, he, even though um, people do back him, there was also in the Ornstein article it did also say that there are players. So and when I say these players, I'm assuming Lacazette or Bamiyang who do have reservations over Emery. I don't know other what other well you'd, you'd put obviously Özil in that camp as well. But I don't know what other players would fit under that sort of umbrella. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's it's hard to know who's really amongst the players, who's Emery in and who's Emery out. Yeah, I guess we don't, we don't, we just don't see it from the fans' perspective, do we? I I, I mm-hmm. saw when Jacker was coming off. I think Lacazette tried to like give him a uh, like a a hand, like an arm around the shoulder, like maybe a word in the ear, say like try not to listen to it, kind of thing. Um, but it's hard to see where loyalties lie and, you know, where allegiances are and where the sport mm. actually is. It'll probably all come out in the summer, man, where everyone wants to leave. For real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, but Aubameyang next one to leave on a free. Fuck yeah. Man. That's going to be a next Sell it the summer, bro. Um, and we're offering Ozil money and he's turned it down, you know. That's how shit we are. Yeah. Fuck me. Because where else man. is he getting that? Apart from China. Man United yeah, Oh come on, man! Would Man United be that dumb? Yes, no. yes. True. <laughs> Did you yes. just ask that question? Of course they, they, they. All they do is buy players and reputation and fucking. True, Ed Woody, Rich Woody, would yeah. Bang out there as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck me. Yeah. Um. All right. One last question, and ooh, on current form, should Martinelli get in the squad over Lacazette? That's from Elliot Online. Oh, that's a spicy question. Mm. Fuck. I mean, Do you know what? Lacazette was awful on the weekend. You know the game today, yeah? I want to ask you a question about that question. If we're playing Lacazette up top, do we score the goals that Martinelli scored? I, I haven't seen the goals, so I can't comment. But No. 
No. <laughs> From what I know of Martinelli, Lacazette definitely isn't scoring the goals that Martinelli yeah. has scored this season. He just is one sharp. Mm. Yeah, Lacazette has no influence away from home anyway mm-hmm. because of the lack Marcelli's of Lacazette. probably scored more goals away from home than Lacazette has in his whole Arsenal career. <laughs> right. Yeah, so yeah, Lacazette Laca don't score away from home just because he's got no... Uh, I remember how many times in the chat it was just mentioned this evening, like, you would hate to play against Martinelli because mm-hmm. that guy is just so active in all phases of the game. He doesn't stop running, he presses, he hurries. Um, he is very... like He's just aggressive in, in yeah. his movements as well. And and Lacquer is for for all his other strengths. Like that's not him. Do you know what I mean? He don't have that. Like if anything, bro, he's come back from this injury. He looks even fatter, bro. I was looking at him. I'm like, big man. Like, you can't Leo. Move. Leo weren't having it. No, nah, he does, bro. Yeah, he he does. He does. He does. Sorry, Leo, in it. He does, bro. He looks a bit bigger, boy. I I don't know why I've gone for him, bro. But yeah, man, he's uh he needs to he needs to sort himself out as well, man. So, but yeah, um. I, I don't was, think I, I don't think you can put him in a squad over Laka though. No, no, no. He, not not the squad, but he can make the bench. Yeah, but that's the squad. So like, I think I don't he means. Think, I think he, the question was I supposed think, to say starting lineup, basically. And, no. and take no, no. I don't think you can do that. Well, also, do also that. Like, like I said, t- tonight is further reinforcement as well, bro. Is that Martinelli is a striker, bro? Yeah, he's mm. a striker, bro. How can you see? You can't put this brother in any other position, bro. Yeah. Partly because I like the way he interprets the way of being a striker. He can peel off like the front, um, pick up the ball and run direct, or run in behind, like. It's not the same putting him on the wing. And you're, also, you're, I think he'll be shit on the wing because he, he's technically he, dead. He is. He is Idiot. on the wing. Like, horrible. You're, 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 I still don't like that word horrible, man. I don't like it, bro. But he's I mean, technically Walcott, Walcott is technically horrible. I think he's better than he, he, No, no, no. He's, he's technically probably Walcott levels. I think he's better than Walcott, man. Nah, nah. He's Walcott levels technically. If not, worse. The, the, the game against um, Nottingham Forest showed me like he's got skills, man. Nah, nah. I actually think he might be even worse than Walcott technically. Really? I don't yeah, see it. I think he's poor technically. Like, he's Bro, it's, terrible. It's, 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 it's a complete difference. Like, even think back to like the Victoria game. Like, when he's moved centrally. He's just a threat, bruv. Like, you know, there's certain people that just come alive in certain areas, bruv. Yeah. Out, out wide, it's, it's a lot easier to pigeonhole the guy, like, because he doesn't have the other facets to his game in terms of mm. the link-up, in terms of just the direct dribbling. It's, it's, it's kind of weird, like, because when he plays in the middle, his dribbling actually looks a lot better than when he plays wide, if that makes yeah. sense as well. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely, I agree. Yeah. It's because you, yeah. you've got more room to go. And the thing is, when you play in the middle, your game's more about movement and your your off-the-ball game when you're playing out wide you're often receiving the ball in isolation isolation situations and you have to do something with it and it's just it just doesn't suit his strengths no yeah, it doesn't no he needs it but bro, it just fucking sums up emery as a manager that he thinks he's a bloody winger yeah i know of course <laughs> Christ, get this man out of our club anyway no, on no. that note let's call it a night because we've all got beds to go to what that's a cool hour 15 yeah, yeah cool. well you know we do this every week do you know what i mean right. we don't have to get a win out of it to you them, know record for more man, than an hour unlike certain man and not pulling their weight and that yeah, well, we've transferred in their man there bro. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No. I didn't want to say too much, but yeah. cool, cool, cool. Couple wins and then man are recording for two. Uh, next, next probably two hours probably. <laughs> <laughs> Carabao wins and that, yeah. <laughs> All right, lads. Uh, be sure to use the hashtag Touchdown Frackers. You can find us on Touchy Gooners. Leave us a review on iTunes, and we'll be back next week. All right, peace. So, in a bit. To two two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Özil, Lacazette, Özil. 
Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Sports Social Podcast Network.